Hello everyone. In this episode, I talk about being choosy. Choosing what you say yes to. You've heard it before, but this is a bit of a different spin on really what I hope to be a really beautiful butterfly effect of everyone being uniquely recognized for what they're good at and what lights them up. Hello, everyone. Um, Another beautiful episode on the Inspirational Shit Show today. Um, And this one's going to be about doing what's uniquely right for you. Let me say that again. Doing what's uniquely right for you. (laughs) And I couldn't quite decide if I should frame this in learning how to say no. Or being more choosy when you say yes I think I'm gonna go for the latter because it's more empowering and everyone's heard you should be saying no you should be saying no you should be saying no like I know I'm supposed to be saying no but that doesn't make it any easier <laughs> I I practice I try to practice what I preach um and I I do find myself saying no at times but It's disempowering. I don't want to say no to people. I want to support the people who ask me for things. Um, You know, we talk about people-pleasing all the time. Like, there's a good side to being a quote-unquote people-pleaser. But where's the catch, right? (laughs) Why am I talking about this? I think it's about being choosy when you say yes. And the lens I've started to use for this, which is what I wanted to come and share, is what I said at the beginning. It's about doing what's uniquely right for you. Okay? So if you have no idea what that means, what I'd maybe start with is think of like 10 things that make you unique. Like things that other people can't do that you can So, like, an example here for me is, I don't know, I know how to do, like, some web page design or SEO, but I'm not particularly great at it. There's people significantly better at it than me. What I am amazing at, and I don't think very many people can do, is set up infrastructure for a, let's say, customer service team to grow and scale in a way that you go from a two-person team to a hundred-person team, the infrastructure I put in when you were two people should still be fine for you at a hundred. So that's my backwards planning, my eye for efficiency, my ability to envision all the different routes your the company might take as it grows. Like, you know, I'm just going to share a specific example I have to laugh, which even more kind of describes my uniqueness, and maybe this will help you think of one for you, is I was launching a spectacles at Snapchat in Europe. And, you know, we were launching in 14 countries at once, and my boss said, hey, Kelly, can you make sure that we think about all the scenarios we need to with, with shipping and make sure that when we go to launch, like, all our customers get their spectacles in each of the 14 countries. <laughs> and 
I did what he said. I went and I made a spreadsheet with like 264 test cases that we needed to run. <laughs> and I came back to him and I said, here you go. Here's our, here's our test cases. <laughs> and he looked at me and he was like, are you actually expecting us to run 264 test cases? And I said, yes, like, that's what we need to do to get this right. Like, I, I slimmed it back as much as possible, but there's 264 realistic scenarios we should test. And he look, looked at me and laughed and literally was like, no, like, you've got 30 at max. Like, figure out which 30 are the top 30 and, like, fine, fair enough. I understand that might be a bit over the top doing over 200 uh, test scenarios <laughs> with our third-party um, logistic provider but that's what I'm good at that's what I am I went deep I wanted to know how am I gonna make this never fail never break <laughs> so when someone comes to me and says I want you to put something in place that's never gonna break I say perfect I am your girl I am going to say yes to that opportunity because it's uniquely right for me. I bet 99.9 of you listening are like, that sounds miserable to do. 264 scenarios, but I love it. So when you get these, let's call them invitations, again, my human design, everywhere I look, when you get these invitations that speak to your soul, that you get super excited about, you say yes. And when you get that feeling of like, do you know what, like, yeah, I can do this, but it's not actually uniquely right for me. Why don't you just say that? You, you can literally say that, like, manager, sir, friend, whoever is asking you to do something. Let's say a friend wants you to go to like... I don't know, wants you to go on, like, a surfing holiday. Like, I could try to go surf, but I actually am afraid of the ocean. So is that the right thing for me to say yes to? Like, no. (laughs) Do I like going on holidays? Absolutely. (laughs) But do I want to go on a surfing one? No. Like, I'm going to dread it every single time I go. So... When you get these invitations, or you're asked to respond to something, you feel the need to respond to something, use, those, use that language. Try using that language. Experiment with it. Do you know what? I think this isn't something that is uniquely right for me to do. Is there somebody who might be really excited about this that you know? I mean, it's pretty inoffensive language. Like, give it a go and see how it changes your life, the people around you's lives, the greater collective's life, society. Come on, like, the butterfly effect is a thing. If we can all do more of what is made for only us and uniquely us, I truly believe that we'll all be happier and happiness spreads this is beautiful I mean this is this is what I'm 
striving for is just to make everyone a little bit more comfortable in their own skin to stand up for what they truly want and in return model that behavior and spread good vibes so be choosy and saying yes hope you enjoyed